Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Ethan's Thoughts. This is episode 23, and we have a different episode type today. We're not going to be doing any rankings. So in my life, in the life that I live, I have had some people come to me, and they'll be friends of mine, and they'll ask about stuff with relationships or so, because as much as some people may not want to believe, I do know a thing or two considering I'm going to be married. Some people think, oh, because he's getting married, he knows a thing or two. Well, you kind of have to to get married. And I don't have the receipts to prove it, but everything that I've learned in my own investigation, either by experience or from people who were married, I'm talking maybe 30 plus years. So I've decided to help all you people out that desire. If you don't desire to, you know, maybe have some relationship tips. This isn't dating tips. This is relationship tips. Relationship 101. If you don't desire to have any of that information, still take a listen because maybe you will in the future. Or maybe you're already dating somebody and you just need some refreshers. Because these are every single thing that I wrote down. For me, who's getting married, I feel like this still applies to me. These are things I still need to do. And so this is just going to help. Not all of them are, I guess, super relevant to me, but a lot of them are. You'll hear them, though. But these are, this is Relationships 101. These are things that I've learned in my relationship time. I wanted to share them with you all. You know why? Because I wanted to. So if you enjoyed this episode today, make sure to follow the podcast, share with a friend, and I hope you enjoy it. I'll see you guys in the episode. All right, so here we go. These are things that I've learned about relationships. Like I said, I don't have the receipts, but I got these from some good people. And I've learned some of these things on my own. So the episode is Relationships 101. Here we go. And like I said, this can go for people in relationships or people who are single looking to be in a relationship, ready to be in a relationship. These are the best tips I can give you. This is genuinely how I went about it and how I've seen others go about it. It's not just telling you what I've done. This is what other people have done. Number one, and there's not an exact fixed number here. If you look for someone who checks all of your boxes, you may be looking for a long time. Now I'm going to give some context here. Yes, you can find a woman or a guy who is like everything you could have imagined. But everyone has the box of not many issues. Well, that's false. You're going to have issues. You're never going to find the perfect person because nobody's perfect. So if you can understand that and find flaws that you're able to deal with, that's a big factor too. That is a very big factor. So just keep that in mind when you're looking, if you're single or if you're with somebody and you're maybe having some tough time, it's not supposed to be easy. It's not supposed to be easy. So many people break up when it starts getting hard. Stop. I mean, if you want to break up because you don't know if the other person is giving the same effort as you or things like that, then that's different. But if it gets difficult, that doesn't mean it's an instant breakup. You have to learn to overcome challenges in relationships or you'll never find marriage. Another tip 
Don't let things go unresolved. Talk out these issues with great urgency. I think the worst mistake people can make is when people who are dating and a relationship, and like I said, this is something that can be even applied to marriage, but you have an issue, you have a dispute, a disagreement, and you both get worked up about it, and then you just kind of, why do you need some space to talk about it? No, that's really not a good idea. I know you might think it's a good idea to take some space, think about what to say, and then maybe if you both come to an agreement to do that, that's fine. But if the other person's wanting to talk, you need to stick it out. It's very, very helpful. And if you do take a few minutes to kind of just think about it, don't don't take a night. Don't take a day. Like take an, maybe 15 to 30 minutes to think more about it. And if you are scared to go back into the conversation because you don't have the answer, that's fine. Because the person you're talking to should be the one who helps you find the answer. Keep doing fun things. That's another tip. Don't don't quiet down. Don't settle down. Sydney really likes this one. Don't stop dating is what they say. Sometimes people, and I, we got this one from Sydney. This is a good little nugget from her. But sometimes people, whenever they, someone's pursuing another person, they'll go all out. When it's early in their dating time, it'll be just all this and flowers all the time and all the fancy dinners whenever we can, just constant date after date every weekend. Then you get to about year two. It's like, oh man, we haven't, we don't go out every other, every weekend anymore. It's every other weekend. And then you get to year four or five and you're like, man, it's been like a month since we've gone on a date. Well, don't go, don't do that. That's something that me and Sydney have had to work with, <laughs> with our busy schedules. But still live, live like you're dating. No matter how long you've been dating. Because that really helps keep some excitement there. Because if you're not taking care, it's kind of like a fire thing. I've used this illustration before in another context. But your relationship, it's like a fire. If you just light it, it's going gonna, it's gonna to burn at first. But then it's going to die. You got to tend to it. You got to take care of it. So keep doing fun things that can help keep it lit. This is where I feel like some of them really get tough. I feel like people that are single don't always like these, but I can't help it. I think this is really, really key that I've seen in my relationship and others. But your other half should be your best friend. Your other half, whether you're the guy and you have a woman or a girl and you have a guy, it they should be your best friend. There should be no other person in your life that comes close to the role they have. Of course, this one is, you'll really get this to this point whenever you are closer to marriage and stuff. But when you're dating or if you're single, you need to have that mindset. You need to have that mindset when you're looking for a guy. Like you need to find the guy who is that to you. So like it's not that's your spouse. And this, I've heard guys and girls say this. Guys, if not, that's my girl, but like that's my brother. No one's going to come close to what he is to me. Well, then you need to go ahead and save her some time, and you need to call that off. And ladies, if you got a little girlfriend, and you're like, this is my this is my guy now, but no one's going to come close to who she is to me. Well, then you probably need to save him some time too. 
the person you spend your life with needs to be the number one person in your life. They need to be your, your best friend, the person that you adore and love and want to be with around more than anyone else. That doesn't mean you can't keep those friends, obviously, but it's not good for one another if your other person knows that they can't be everything that they want to be. Because when you're in that stage, you want to be that with somebody. And they're going to think there's a that they're not as able to do that job as well as your friend, which is not how it's supposed to be. Everyone else comes second, even if it's a close sibling. Everyone else comes second when you have the one. So many people don't notice that. Like No friend or relative should have. That person's taking that role. That's their job to be that for you. Love is not a feeling. Love is a choice. Love is a choice. So many people, so many people break up because they just lose. I just don't love you anymore. I just don't feel the love anymore. I don't have feelings for you anymore. If you're a Christian, first of all, if you're not a Christian, then you're still wrong. But if you're a Christian, aren't we told to really not trust our feelings most of the time because of our body, our sinful body? I don't trust my feelings because guess what? My feelings, I get angry. I get frustrated at things I shouldn't be. Or I get sad about things I don't need to be sad about. So I imagine when there's a day you wake up and you don't feel love, that's a moment I don't need to trust that feeling. Love is a choice. I have to choose to love Sydney each and every day. No, it doesn't mean I'm forcing myself to. It comes easier than it is to love any other human being on this planet. But you don't. You will wake up some days and have moments where you may not be wanting to show love to that person. Or it may not have the same spark that it had when you first were with them. But if you know this is the person for you, you'll love them. You'll love them even when it's hard. You have to, though. If you don't feel love anymore, it's because you decided to stop giving it. It is an intentional. It's something I even do now subconsciously. Like, I will wake up every day and love Sydney. I don't even have to think about it. I don't have to go, all right, I'm going to love Sydney today, even though it's going to be hard. That's not what it is. Because like, it's love is an action, too. You got to live it out. You have to make the other person feel loved. And that's what people stop doing. This one really gets on my thing. If you're single, don't do this. If you're dating, stop doing this if you do this. And this really cuts off to engagement because engagement, you kind of begin this bridge and then when you're married, you're married. But stop acting like a married couple when you ain't married. Stop acting married when you ain't married. That's not healthy. It's not healthy when you spend an unhealthy amount of time together. You know, the amount of time that a husband and wife might would spend together. It's of course not healthy when you cross boundaries that were not meant to be crossed until you were a husband and a wife. It's not healthy to rely on each other the way a husband and a wife rely on each other. That's a big misconception. People think, 
when they hit that married moment where it's like they know they're getting married, maybe they're still dating and the engagement is coming up or whatever, who knows. But when you know you're going to get married to them, that's not when you start treating them like a married couple. No, that's not. You know that you're going to get married to them and you know that you'll treat them and have a different experience with them when you become married. But until then, you're not married. So you don't owe them anything as a marriage thing. I'm not saying you should not love them or do things for them. My point is you still need to, the boundaries you said when you were dating, you still need to keep them even when you know that someday we're going to get married. You don't change that whenever you decide to get married. But you need to continue to develop to marriage because you can't just flip a switch and then have a married relationship. That's very not healthy to do. It's very healthy to reach out to other married couples, to learn from them, learn about how to be a good wife or how to be a good husband prior to becoming a wife or a husband instead of just jumping in and figuring out when you're not married. If you jumped in and figured it out by getting married really quickly, that's even different. I would say that's different because you're married. But don't don't act like you're married with your boyfriend or girlfriend. Even as an engaged people, me and Sydney, we watch ourselves. We we have to start incorporating some things, of course, in our stage of life. We're already beginning to make decisions together about things. And to a degree, we made decisions together, like big ones when we were dating, knowing we were going to get married. But there were a lot of little decisions I would not converse with her with because I didn't have to. She maybe wish I did, but I didn't have to. But it's really good if you don't, when you're dating, act like a dating couple. When you're engaged, act like an engaged couple. And when you're married, act like you're married. This is a good one that we've heard, me and Sydney have heard, and she reminded me of when I was making this list. Sydney has proofread this list. So if anybody thinks, oh, Sydney might not like some of these things, she proofread it. I only got two more. When you are fighting, it isn't you versus them. It's you both versus the problem. I would say 90 or 85 to 90% of arguments and a marriage or a relationship are just because of miscommunications. People miscommunicate or they don't understand each other. Me and Sydney have had very thorough conversations, we will say, simply because I misunderstood what she said or she misunderstood what I said. One thing that really helps with this is talking about very serious things in person. If you have something very serious you want to talk about, and you think there's a chance they may disagree and you'll have to talk through it, just wait and have that conversation in person. Don't call them. Do not call them. Because we are humans. We have face-to-face interaction since the beginning of time. And it's impossible to get the accurate mood, tone, approach that the person is having when you're over the phone because you can't see them. That's a mistake I've made. I tried to have big conversations with Sydney over the phone. I'll say something that she takes the wrong way, but if she would have saw my face or so, it might have even not been taken the wrong way. Anyways, when you have a problem, it's not, it's always something that like it's maybe communicate miscommunication or misunderstanding. And you don't need to come at it with it's me versus you right now. It's 
all right, we're always on a team. We're always together. We're never against each other. But there is a problem that is attacking us, our relationship. And we need to fix this. We need to attack it. And when you have that approach, you you um, really do have a lot of good direction and good outcomes from a lot of these disagreements. This one's kind of a bonus one, so I just added another one. And this is one that I want you to, if you're not married, begin thinking about making sure you do when you're married because this is something me and Sydney saw and we are going to for sure keep. But if you're in relationships, there's another way I'm going to tie this into it. If you're not engaged or getting married, but don't joke about divorce. Don't joke about breaking up. And I mean that. That is one of the worst things you could probably end up joking about. If you're dating, don't joke, oh, we'll break up. No, that's not good. And if you're really married, do not joke about divorce. Actually, just got another one. These are good nuggets. Do not talk about breaking up or divorce as a joke. Because if you really want to have a true relationship that works, it should never even be a thought. It shouldn't even be joked about. Breaking up or being in a divorce should never even be on the table. When you have a problem, it should not be on the table. You should talk that out thoroughly. And if, be, if breaking up is an outcome of it, make sure it's worth it. Do not rush into it. That should always be the last button if you're dating. And when you're married and you've made that commitment to one another and you've made the physical commitment to one another and you've made a commitment before God, there is no divorce. There's no divorce. None. It's to the end. You got a, you got a problem that 99% of marriages in America would divorce over? You fix it. You figure it out. By the grace of God, because you have to. There's no other option. There is no chance for divorce. That's just a little nugget there that I thought about. That one I'm really passionate about to a degree. I have another bonus one, and then for sure I'm done. For sure I'm done after this one and then the, the bonus one and then the last one I have that. But when you have an issue with your boyfriend or your girlfriend, can I tell you something? The last person you need to talk to, the last person you need to talk to is probably a lot of your friends who are single. Because I hate to say this to one another. I hate to say this to y'all. I hate to say this. But single people really don't know a lot about relationships. I'm sorry, but they don't. And if you're not in one, that doesn't mean you don't know a lot about relationships and that's why you're single. Some people are single because they want to be, and that's fine. Some people want to be are single and want to be knowing about relationships and you just realistically don't. Some people don't care or don't try to act like they know about relationships and that's whatever too. But whether it's intentional or not, if you're single, you don't know about a lot of relationships, even if you were in a long dating one. Now, if you were in a dating one that then ended, you can give some insights, but obviously it ended for a reason. And you can give maybe some advice helping your friends find somebody, but there does become a stage where like 
people, when you're dating, you need to go to someone who's been dating longer than you for questions. Someone who's overcome more hurdles than you. Maybe go talk to someone who's married because they've overcome hurdles that probably you've overcome. Nobody faces new problems. Everyone's faced the same problems. So just keep that in mind. But single people cannot really give a lot of advice to people who are far down the road dating. I've made a lot of people quite frustrated because they'll be trying to tell me something about how I should improve something with me in Sydney. And I kind of just let it go in one ear out the other. Because I already have people in my life. And when I have questions, when I have things I need to talk about, about Sydney, I go in our relationship, I already go to them. And they're all married, which is how I want it to be. They know how to overcome a lot of these things. Not someone who's never been in a relationship past six months. But to add on to that, when you're dating somebody, you really need to watch out how you talk about them in front of other people as well. Guys, I hear it's the worst from you, but I have also heard ladies have it happen among them. But when you're hanging out with the guys, you do not talk bad about your woman. Dating or not. Because the habits you want when you're married, you need to practice them when you're dating. Not act like you're married, but the habits of being respectful to your wife. Yeah, respect your girlfriend. Do not talk about her a different way when you're around the guys. Do not talk down on her and around them. And ladies, when you're with all the girls and one of them has a boyfriend, and even if there's issues or frustration there, do not go and talk bad about him. Do not paint him in a negative image in front of them. That, don't do that. Don't do that. It's not good. I mean, you even when you get married and getting married, you got to start watching how you talk about him to your parents. When me and Sydney have a little hoo-how, loo-how, I don't go to my mom and dad and call, call them about it because that's going to be their daughter-in-law. And I don't want them to have a chance of viewing her differently because they may think of an issue differently than I do. Or an issue that I, we all three see, I solve with Sydney because we talk it out together. I don't want them to have anything extra on there. I don't want them to hold something against her potentially. And also, it's just it certainly becomes a time where it's just no one else's business if there's an issue. If you have a problem with the person, you need to talk to them. Which carries us into the very last point, for real. You need to open up to the other person like you've opened up to no one else. Like no one else. They need to know you're fully committed to them. Now, guys and girls, that does not mean you need to do something to show commitment. This is all like a feelings thing. You need to open up your feelings to them truly. When you think something, you need to share it with them. When you have something that you disagree with or gives you worry about them, share it with them. If you fear that they may break up with you, then that's not that's not really good. If that's early on, then you just need to try to get over that that fear and just know that your relationship's not going to grow unless you're open with one another and sharing. But if you've been dating for I'm going to dare dare I say more than a year and you still feel like if you bring this up to your other person that it may make them frustrated and they'll break up with you then you need to go ahead and just break up with them because that's so wrong. I 
fully have talked to Sydney about who I am in a way that I've never talked to another human being on planet Earth. I tell her how I feel in every situation that I'm involved in. She's the only one who truly knows what I think and how I feel in every situation. Anyone that says they know me very well, just for because of how well Sydney knows me, I would doubt them because of how well she knows me. I've intentionally withheld myself from a, almost everyone because that's what we do as humans. We don't fully reveal ourselves to people that people might think I have, but I don't. But to Sydney, I have. And to her and to me, she's re- opened up to me. She knows my fears. She knows my insecurities. She knows what gets me excited. She knows what makes me sad. She knows everything about me because I've opened up to her and she trusts me. You can't fully trust someone until you open up to them fully. And like I said, if you're single and you're looking for someone or you're knowing eventually you will, you've got to be looking for someone in the dating process. Of course, dating is getting to know somebody before you become boyfriend and girlfriend. When you become boyfriend and girlfriend, that's a big deal. That needs to be a big deal. It's not a big deal anymore. That needs to be the, all right, I'm wanting to take the steps towards marriage with you. Which also, you don't have to have six billion questions answered for that. You really don't. If you're a Christian, if they love Jesus, if you've enjoyed their personality on the few dates you've gone on, that's really, I think, the biggest step. Everything else, you're not going to be able to figure it out. I didn't get engaged to Sydney knowing everything that I need to know about her. There's a lot I learned after I got engaged. And there'll be a a bazillion things more I learned when we get married, living together. But who she is to me and who God called me to be for her, who God called her to be for me, it doesn't really matter what I feel. And sometimes I know without a doubt she was sent. God did pick her for me. And I believe I was picked for her. This one is a little longer, I think, but this is my relationship 101. I really just, it kind of hurts when people are trying and they're asking questions and they're desiring to be in a relationship specifically. And I don't feel like they're doing the right things because I know to a degree what worked for you may not work for me. And that's true on a very detailed sense, like specific sense. But I would argue you if you said some of all of these things don't work for you. I would argue you and say you're probably called to singleness because that these are there is a universal form of dating and marriage that leads to success that every person does. There's no secret. There's no exception. So that's my relationships 101. If you liked it, congratulations. Follow the podcast. If you don't. Give the podcast a follow. I'll probably have some really funny rankings podcast out next week. But thank you guys for listening. Hope you enjoyed it. I'll see you guys next week for episode 24 of Ethan's Thoughts.